So what actually differentiates industries from each other? I hear it all the time. Oh, I'm a realtor. I'm the best around. Or I'm a mortgage broker. I'm the best around. In all reality, they're all pretty much the same because they're all regulated by the same rules. So the question becomes, how do you differentiate yourself from each other? And that's more likely visibility. So head over to anyonsbusinessshow.com slash funnels and let me show you how you can get yourself in front of your audience targeted to create more sales for yourself so you can prove you are the best. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Mastrana and today we're here with Brian Coulomb from Tailored Living featuring Premier Garage. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. How's it going? Good. How are you today? Good. So let's get everything rolling. Tell me a little bit about yourself and then the business. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm an entrepreneur and uh, decided to dive in and start my own business and uh, started the Tailored Living featuring Premier Garage of New Hampshire mm -hmm. uh, piece. I come from a corporate background. My background is in engineering and wanted to have a stab at uh, being an entrepreneur. See how that'll work out. Try something different. Yeah. And uh, that's, you know, I was looking around at some different businesses and uh, came across this one. Looked like a great opportunity. I like to work on or work with my hands and like working with people. And this just seemed like a natural fit. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So what does it you guys do? So we do custom closets, pantries, really any space of the home that people are looking to make better use of the space that's available to them. And then we also do garage cabinets and epoxy flooring for garages, basements, and commercial work. Okay. That's pretty cool. I see a lot of those epoxy things online because yeah. they're, they're pretty popular and well, they're getting pretty popular. Yeah, very popular. I think when I first started doing it, I was like, eh, people might have an interest in this. It seems kind of cool. And then it's, I mean, people are asking about this all the time. Uh, new applications. It's it's pretty cool to see it go from very little known to really well known. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yes, yeah, so let's get into it. Uh, you said I think before, and you said you guys were a franchise. We are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we are a franchise. So um, essentially, I've got the the New Hampshire uh, territory piece, if you will. Yeah. And um, since I've started uh, back in 2013, we've got uh, a guy that opened up in Maine, in Portland, Maine, and then another guy that's recently opened up in Vermont. Okay. So for the New England region, that you know kind of works out pretty good. They're great guys. We work well together, so uh, we've got a pretty wide area of coverage uh, to help people out. Nice. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So is it kind of you handle New Hampshire and then if anyone from out of state comes to you, you kind of refer them out to the, the other people? or? Yeah, they we had all kind of farms in together. Yeah. Um, obviously, if somebody's living in Portland, they'll be able to get in touch, Portland, Maine, uh, okay. to yeah. the guy that's up there, Chris Holdridge. Yeah. And similarly to, uh, to Vermont. All right, cool. I like it. So now, I always ask a question, with those epoxy floors, are they healthy safe yeah absolutely question, yeah. yeah yeah are they healthy safe <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> uh there's so many different products that are out there they are pretty low voc some of them stink really bad mm -hmm. uh some of them don't uh we try to go towards the ones that don't stink really bad and you know once they're cured it completely seals the floor yeah so you can just take a hose 
you know, rinse it out. It's a really cool uh, application, completely food safe. Um, wow. uh, you know, you, you can get into, um, it's safe for uh, pets, animals, you know, with the claws and stuff. It won't damage the floor, won't hurt their paws. Um, and then it's very easy to clean. So like in vet clinics, um, it's a pretty popular application. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, because I was just curious. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I was thinking of questions beforehand, and I was like, "Well, that's usually a pretty good one, is it? <laughs> How safe is it? You know, because that's that's on everyone's mind." <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's safe. Once it's cured, it's yeah. completely safe. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, even people out there. We don't do them, but there's uh, epoxy countertops okay. where you can put yeah, yeah. epoxy on a countertop. Yeah. Um, pretty cool. Yeah. I've seen some of those where it's like. Um, like thousands of pennies and then they epoxy over it and make like a table or something yeah that's pretty cool yeah yeah that is really cool there's really a lot of different things you can do with them Um, i got one to uh, look like wood like when it was done yeah we had a client uh ask us it was an old carriage house um and he wanted to maintain the look of the carriage house but seal the floor yeah and um he challenged us to get it to look like wood and a little bit of him and Han and uh, scratching our head and practicing. Uh, we nailed it, and it looks fantastic. Yeah. That seems complicated, trying to get a floor to, especially like a epoxy, which is clear, isn't it? Um, you can tint it. Okay. You can also throw, like, different types of aggregate, like pennies uh, could be considered an aggregate. Okay. There's uh, sand. There's flakes. Hmm. There's quartz granules. There's uh, pigments, so you can also get it to look like marble. Okay. Yeah. Um, really, a lot of different things you can do with it. Yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty impressive. And then figuring it out and actually doing it, I can only imagine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when when I first uh, looked at doing epoxy floors, yeah, I thought it was a very straightforward. I think everybody kind of looks at it the same way. It's you know, just painting a floor or just applying paint. Mm-hmm. Um, once you start doing it, it's a completely different ball game. It's not like you can crack the can and you talk with your buddy and spread it out. It's you crack the can, you mix them, and you've got you know anywhere from two to maybe ten minutes, fifteen minutes to spread it out and get it to do what you want to do. Otherwise, you got to let it cure, go back, fix it. And so it's a it's a rather interesting process. So we're one part artist, one part chemist with this stuff. Um, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty neat. It's very challenging. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it because just thinking on the top of my head, like uh, making it even would probably because if you let too much of it sit in one area, it could probably do crazy things with the floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Oh, uh, have an inconsistent look. Um, if it uh, if you leave pools of it and it yeah. gets too thick, it can bubble on itself. It can get uh, cloudy. There's like a whole bunch of things you need to understand for each of these chemicals on yeah. what their limitations are and how to use them. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, you had mentioned earlier that it was safe, you know, for your pets and stuff. Yeah. And that brings up the question: like, what, what's the lifespan of one of the floors once it's done? When we talk with our clients, mm-hmm. we tell them that it should be the last floor uh, that they oh, should really? have to worry about. Yeah. Oh. Aside from wear and tear, um, mm-hmm. you know, if it's a real heavy-duty floor, there may be uh, a recoating that may be required. 
uh, after I don't know five or ten years. But for the average homeowner in a garage, it should be the last floor that they really ever have to worry about. Well, unless they decide to change it, but yeah, <laughs> right, change so the color or something. Yeah, <laughs> so they shouldn't have to worry about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh. I'm assuming, I don't know how much it costs, but I'm assuming that would be pretty cost-effective over time. Yes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Hmm. I mean, we've all seen, uh, you know, the kits in Home Depot or whatever, and those are priced, you know, for the do-it-yourself person, and the stuff that we use is entirely different. Um, and the, the prep work is what is really the key yeah. to getting it to stay and to stick. Yeah. Uh, for, yeah. for that long of time. Yeah, because well, you had said the, uh, you know, if, if you have five, ten something minutes to get it down, then I'm assuming you want, you don't want to be fiddling with things after you start. Like it needs to be clear and clean and all oh, of yeah. that. So yeah. Yeah, it's uh, coming from the corporate world where I didn't like process. I really love process now. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you have to have a, a repeatable um, process where the outcome is duplicated and expected yeah. uh, for our clients. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, what was I going to say? I forgot the next part. So, off, we've talked about flooring the entire time. <laughs> Let's That's talk a little right. bit about the, the cabinets and the, the other stuff you do. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the cabinetry piece is, is really almost a separate business in yeah. of itself. Um, there's so much you can do with it especially here in New England where homes uh, have many unique spaces, unique challenges. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's pretty cool being able to convert somebody's space that they've been living with for a long time that's been inefficient. Uh, their favorite dress they can't see or it's always wrinkled because um, there wasn't a place to properly store it. And it yeah. uh, uh, needs to be stored correctly and... Uh, you design something for them, they're able to do that, take that dress, move those shoes, clean up the floor, yeah. make it a part of the room, and it's like they come to life. I mean, it's it's great for the for anybody who's looking to just clear clutter. Yeah. It's really good. Because I'm just thinking about my house, and I, it's not as old as some of the places in New England, but um, no... Do you typically, would you just kind of take a, like a blank wall and do that? Or could, would you be talking inside of existing closets already? Like kind of what's the range on these things? Really either of those, both of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any space. It could be a blank wall. Uh, it could be a little nook under the stairs that they're mm. trying to just capture yeah. more space of. Uh, it could be like a pantry where, you know, they've just built the house and they put in those wire racks because they were quick yeah. from the builder and uh, they're falling apart falling off the wall so <laughs> they want to get those cleaned out um we can come in and do all of those you know we can add doors drawers uh, decorative pieces organizational pieces um, it's amazing at how many uh, specialty items there are out there that you can purchase specifically for a closet a pantry or a garage. Yeah. Uh, all these specialty uh, inserts to organize uh, utensils, shoes, scarves, uh, hammers. Uh, hmm. It's come a long ways. It's almost like coming yeah. of age, growing up yeah. in this industry. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It is. And 
almost just watching technology just kind of expanded and completely changed. And like you said, you know, with the expansion of technology, we've been able to create things way different than we used to. It used yeah. to be just like a closet, you know, but now it's like you can make any type of thing you want. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's really... Uh, it's really up to the designer and the requirements and yeah. what uh, what they're looking to do. Yeah. So, hmm, sorry. So someone you know reaches out, they want to do something with a space in their house. Do you typically go in, take a look at it, and talk to them, or do you have like someone that goes out to plan it all first and then they give you the like what they want? Like, how does the process usually work? Yeah, that's a really good question because uh, a lot of times. Um, people have never done this before yeah um, so generally uh, they'll call us up we'll come on down for a free in-home consultation mm -hmm. we'll get some measurements of the space and we'll talk to them about how they want to use the space because that's the most important part um, a lot of our clients will do some research on Pinterest or some other online kind of thing yeah kind of get an idea of what they're looking for but it's really how they want to use the space. And then that's where the consultation piece comes in. Yeah. Uh, is understanding, well, how many pairs of shoes uh, do you have, Mrs. Jones? And yeah. how would you like to display them? Because Mrs. Jones may want to see them, whereas Mrs. Smith, you know, just can put them in a drawer, close it, and be, be completely happy with that. Yeah. So the customization piece in this world is, is really key in focusing on our clients on, what they want and how they would like to use the space. Yeah. And then it kind of flips over to the same thing, generally uh, with guys in garages, but um, increasingly uh, a lot of women are calling and asking about garages as well um, because the garage is the front door to the yeah. home. I mean, how many of us really use the front door to actually go in and out? Yeah. So when you're coming home, you pull into the garage, you get the bikes, <laughs> the lawnmower, the trash barrels, yeah. right? Yeah, all the stuff. All the stuff. And when your friends come over, they generally go through that same area yeah. to get in. So what we do is we can come in, completely transform that space into a welcoming front door. You put the epoxy floor down, you get some cabinetry in place to organize everything, get the bikes off the ground, put the lawnmower in a nice dedicated spot, get the barrels out of the way. So when you're coming home, you're not already stressed when you open up that garage door and you're like, oh, where am I gonna park? How am I gonna open up the door? Yeah. I got groceries, I gotta get the kids ready. <laughs> yeah. You can help take care of all of that. So it's a stress-free uh, process as well as environment in the yeah. garage. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break here for our sponsors. Uh, so everyone hold right tight. Hold right on. That's weird. <laughs> hold right tight. Hold right tight. <laughs> so if you want access to some really inexpensive but really cool marketing, um, send me a message to nhbusinessshow at gmail.com and we'll get you on my business board wall. As you can see, it's right over there. And it's a little billboard we have here in the office that we put our business cards up on for $20 a year and you'll be over there for everyone to see when they come into the show so if that's interesting to you shoot me an email and uh, I'll, sh I'll tell you how to get up on the wall so 
So I'm really excited to show you guys my website. I keep saying that every week, but it, ke it keeps being true, you know. We're putting all, all the final touches together so I can put everything out there. I'm doing the wording, and I have a photo shoot coming up in here in a couple weeks to kind of build some more of it. So I'm really excited to show you all. It's going to be amazing. And if you need a new website for yourself, head over to edinsbusinessshow.com slash zimventures to see how we can help you out too. I like that question about the process. That was a really good question. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it really like. was. Because uh, <laughs> a lot of people have that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like, how the hell does this work? Like, you know, they don't know. Yeah. And when you get into customizing, it gets, you know, things can get kind of tricky. <laughs> yes. Because you're also playing on, you know, there's kind of this weird area where they're trying to figure out what they're picturing in their head. Yeah. And then before they commit to something, they kind of want to see it, but you kind of can't because it's it's a cabinet. So they're worried, like, is my vision coming across properly to the person? And so I could, there's, I could definitely see the stress there. Well, we have a 3D CAD that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, program, so we can show them. Yeah. So I don't know. You can ask that question again if you'd like. No, it's but, running. I mean, oh, can, is it really? Yeah. Oh, just so you're just going to edit it anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, as part of the in-home uh, consultation, mm -hmm. we will draw up their space using a 3D CAD system. So they will actually see the space. Yeah. And I do that so that way they can be a part of the design process. Nice. So that way they can say, you know what? I might need a little more shelving for some shoes. I might need a few more drawers. Can you make this a little bit taller, a little bit wider? Um, I'd like to see what that looks like. And we do a good job of getting all of that into the computer, showing it to them. That way it builds their confidence when they actually want to sign the contract. Yeah and say, hey, Mrs. Jones, this is what you've signed up for, the design. We give them the design once we've signed up on the contract. And in the end, that should all match. And that's where the confidence comes in. And that's we've been really proud to be able to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's, it, it's one of those things where anytime you can kind of help show them the finished product, yeah. it, it helps do that process. Yeah. Because it, it's... For on um, so personally for me I sell cars on the side okay. you know it's kind of my day job you know and it's easy for me to sell a car because it's sitting right there like I'm looking at it I'm yeah. showing it to them they can see it they can feel it they can play with it but selling something that doesn't exist yeah um, or it's just a thought in your head uh, like I said it can definitely be tricky yeah and being able to show them that finished product is like is a huge selling point and yes. definitely would help <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> And we have a um, uh, basically a portfolio that we show them as well. Oh. These are some projects that we've done. Mm -hmm. And so um, they might be concerned about uh, shoe storage. Um, and we can show them different ways on how to store shoes that we've built. Kind of get the juices flowing, get them to start thinking yeah. creatively. And I always like to tell uh, people that we're meeting with that, it's a two-way street. You're not going to hurt my feelings if you don't like something. So yeah. that kind of helps me too. Like if they have a, a, res, a, a visceral response to a, a design mm -hmm. or a, a product, then that helps kind of steer us into a particular direction just as much yeah. as something as, uh, that they might like. You yeah. kind of helps to narrow that gap. Yeah. Yeah, and it's definitely, you know, going back to just 
traditional sales techniques <laughs> it's definitely one of the ones that you know when they're like oh no i want that you know it's it helps a little bit yes and uh and just getting people honest up front is uh one it can be tricky yeah <laughs> so if you're listening stop lying <laughs> and you know well not lying but you know people are afraid to like you said they're afraid to hurt your feelings almost and it's weird and like no i'm here to help you like right. if you don't like it don't just be like yeah, I kind of like it. Let me go think about it. You know, right. no, if you don't like it, just say you don't like it. It's exactly. perfectly fine. I can help you find something. Yeah. And let's fix it right now. <laughs> yeah. Instead of waiting, instead of thinking about it, yeah. let's let's fix it right now. Like, let's get this from a state of you don't, you, you either, you know, you currently don't like the room that you have. Yeah. We have a design that you may or may not like. And if you don't like it, let's fix it now. Yeah. And get it to a point where you do like, not only like it, but you love it. Yeah. So you can't wait to get this cabinetry system installed or this epoxy floor. And a lot of times, as soon as we're done with the cabinetry, our clients are already right behind us filling it with their favorite shoes or favorite clothes. Like, I can't believe it. I can finally get this stuff off the floor. Yeah. And my installers absolutely love that. I love that uh, when we're done, the reaction from the client. Um, is that we've really helped to change lives um, in an everyday uh, type of fashion. You know, roofs and siding, it's very important to your house. Um, but when you're done or when the project is done, it's like, oh, yeah, that's nice. And you just kind of go on about your business. Yeah. For closets, garages, and these yeah. nook spaces, you're using it every day. So you feel it. You yeah. feel the impact that it has on you yeah. every day, which is really cool. Yeah. My... Uh, my mom recently did a bunch of renovations to her kitchen, but well, it generally turned, as I, I say a bunch of renovations, it was pretty much, they took the old, uh, what do you call this stuff? Like the paper, what was it? For like the bottom trays? Yeah, no, it's um like the wall, like wallpaper. Oh, wallpaper. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I couldn't remember the word. It's literally <laughs> wallpaper. And they took the wallpaper off and painted and yeah. did a bunch of stuff. And, you know, for the thousands of dollars she paid to have the entire room done, it didn't look all that different when it finished um so like <laughs> so i laugh it but i guess the point is that in this situation when you're done paying the room looks feels and functions differently yeah. so it'll probably have a, a much larger impact than you know painting the walls and like you said the siding and stuff yeah. and it kind of would help the process <laughs> or, yeah or at least help afterwards <laughs> there's almost like a uh, like an emotional yeah. tie to it um, and I think that's that's what we experience a lot of mm -hmm. um, you know they've for closets they've got an area that has always been painful for them to get dressed every day yeah they hate that corner because their favorite shirts are stacked 15 20 high you can't get to the bottom because it's wrinkled or you pull it out, everything tumbles down and you're late for work <laughs> and the kids are crying and you got to get them off to work or off to, to, uh, to daycare so you can go to work. Being able to come in and go from that to here's my favorite shirt, I'm wearing it, I can open up the door freely, nothing's falling on top of me, yeah. I get my favorite shoes, I'm dressed, I'm ready to go, makes a big difference uh, on people's lives. Yeah. And it's also, this is a... I think another really good point is uh, I spoke with an interior designer on the show last year, and we were talking about essentially 
when you're getting ready to buy a house, plan for one that, you know, as you get older, you know, is able to accommodate you as you get older. So, you know, kind of keep that in mind if you're buying your forever house that, yeah, when you're 30, you can do a lot of things you can't do when you're 60 or 70, right? And I think, like, a really good point to this whole thing is your house is customizable. (laughs) Some people think about houses, you can't change it, but you can. Like, uh, and especially in, you know, the entrepreneur world with sales and money, it's it's just money. You can make more, like, go sell more. So fixing your house up isn't a big deal, (laughs) you know. And and back to the point I was originally going to make, you know, as you get older... You're right. You know, you might not want to deal with all the same things you've been dealing with 30 something years that just don't make sense. So change it in a way that will now accommodate you that you're 60 years older or right. whatever. And you can do that with your house. And, you know, as long as you're not afraid to you know, let go of the old right. you know, design. You know, that's a that's a really good point. We have uh, an increasing uh, clientele base that is uh, the baby boomers that yeah. are retiring that are downsizing, mm-hmm. going from the four-bedroom home to a two-bedroom, uh, you know, single-story yeah. type of uh, plan. And we do Murphy beds as well. And so the Murphy bed is a great way to maximize the space because you can convert that second bedroom from a guest room to an office. That's right? cool. The guests come maybe two, three times a year. Instead of taking up 100 square feet of floor, you fold it up and out of the way, and you've got your office. That's pretty cool. And so, we're yeah, it's it's really neat. Um, hmm. Those have been coming back uh, for some time. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Like, Because you're right. <laughs> um, I think New Hampshire and Florida have, like, pretty sizable, you know, population of people over, like, 50. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they don't need those giant houses and that would be a great uh i guess solution for people who you know they still have family that comes back every once in a while and but you know maybe they're starting a business which a lot of my audience is in that position where they hit their 30s 40s 50s and then they're like i'm tired of working for other people either retire yeah or move into the entrepreneurial world in little places and that would be a a great way to you you can have a home office and still be able to accommodate someone else without a bigger house yeah so you know that's that's pretty cool yeah yeah and i think uh you know with a lot of the things that we do it's all about accommodating what you currently have yeah um and making more better use of of what you've got rather than well I'm a bedroom short, so I'll just go buy another house. Yeah. Those, those, those days are gone. <laughs> that's, that's a really big change to make because oh, I want one more room in the house. So let's yeah. go, you know, go through the loan process to do this and to do this and to add another fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 worth of debt Absolutely. when you was throwing a Murphy bed and no, we're done. <laughs> you know? yeah, right. So, you know, right. maybe, I don't know, $10,000 or however much and yeah. you're done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. So people that want to reach out, get in touch with you, maybe set up a consultation or something. How do they do it? Yeah, they can uh, give us a call. Um, I don't know if I should say the number yeah, now. Or, yeah, so it's uh, <laughs> 603-232-0117. We are on Facebook. You can also uh, find us online if you just Google Tailored Living NH. Be able to find us, and we also have a, uh, a showroom. So if people want to come down, uh, take a look at some of the.
projects that we've done or talked with me or want to talk to me about um, some thoughts or ideas that they might have, um, it's by appointment only. You can set something up to come on down. Right. And we're right off South Willow Street in Manchester. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Thank you guys so much for watching, and thank you for joining me on the show today. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it has. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching. I'm going to have the last word from our sponsors, and everyone have a good day. If you're going to be successful as an entrepreneur, you need to know how to sell. So you need that education. Head over to anagepigeonsofcom slash Lamore to get started on your sales training today. The gold mine system is awesome. I've been through it myself. It teaches you a lot of fantastic things on how to sell. And because you benefit from uh, essentially knowing me, <laughs> you get 25% off the system. So the code is NHBS. 25 and you get 25% off the gold mine system.